diplomatical. What? That's what the rem is called. Oh, I, say that again. Diplomatical. What is that in English? Diplomatic. Wait, I'll allow that. So what are you doing? You looking at your rum? Yeah, I'm, I'm getting it ready. You got some incense? Yeah. It's a it, look at look at that though. Hey, you got the incense. We got the light. This is romantic in here. <laughs> Honestly, I'm a little turned on, baby. Oh, okay. Well. You didn't. You said that seemed that was a lackluster response. No, I'm just saying that we're recording. So. I don't care. Oh, one family. <laughs> What, dudes ain't allowed to get turned on? Oh my gosh. All right. Welcome to Cigars, Ports, and the Seven Seas. <laughs> we were watching this show on TV, and he watched a lot of Law and Order. So every time he would say, and he killed himself, he stabbed his own self. Dun, dun. <laughs> but he would make the dun dun sound. It wasn't like it was in the show. He would just do it himself. But it sounded, it sounded pretty funny. So uh, you know, I've been on the. I've been a little bit. Um, on the outs and we needed to break up some of this stuff to put it in a, um, more measurable amounts for me to be on the computer. So we are just doing this segment only this week. Yeah. And I think maybe we should do this from now on because hour plus is a long time for somebody to listen. Right. So, you know, we, we started our new segments in season three. We have the in- intro, the interview, and then cigar sports in the seven seas at the end. But um, we are thinking about just pulling the intro in the interview separate and then just having a filler or, or another episode of Scar Sports in the Seven Seas. Where we review liquor, I review cigars, and I'll tell you a little story. About the Seven Seas. About them Seven Seas. So I don't know. Y'all let us know if, if you're interested in us doing that, breaking it up. I know for me as the editor, and since the computer's like kind of difficult for me, it's it's better. But you know, we want to hear what you want to what you want to hear. Normally, it's not difficult for her. She 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 whacked herself on the head. Right. She had a concussion, so she needs to kind of lay doctor's off. orders. I have to stay off the computer or limit limit it. Yeah. And TV and reading and running <laughs> and working out yeah. of any kind. Yeah. So we walk now. We're like, we're like an old married couple. We could go for our walks. All right. We've been married for five years, but we act like we married for 50 years. Let's go into our reviews. Cause I'm anxious to start tasting this. Okay. I'm going to go first. Um, I've got a new bottle. Heath got me this and it is diplomatical rum. It is aged sipping rum mellowed to perfection in small casks and i was reading about this it's a product of venezuela it's a la republica 
Bolivariana de Venezuela. I'm Mexican, but you know, I don't speak Spanish. <laughs> but anyway, it says uh, Don Juancho Melendez, whose portrait graces this bottle, was the inspiration behind Diplomatico Rum. As a local, he recognized the privileged terrier of the Planus Valley. I hope I said that right. Um, nestled at the foot of the Andes Mountains. This unique sipping rum is surprisingly intense for a white rum, and it has coconut and banana flavors and a creamy milk chocolate finish. What? It is right up my alley. So I'm that pop sounds this lid. as impressive as your Spanish reading. Whoa! There you go. <laughs> mm, smells like. Can I, can yeah. I get a sniff? Okay, I'll let you sip. Thank sniff you. it. Just sniff it. Don't try it. Sniff this. Ooh, a lot of flavors in there. I huh? know. Oh, not flavors, aromas. Potpourri's. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm gonna pour a little glass and have a little sip for you. What's the alcohol content in there? Um, forty-seven. Whoa. I don't know what that means. That's uh, 94, 84%, 84 proof. I'm sorry. Okay. So you just double it. Double yeah, it. Just do a little math. Um, just, you know, spinning it around. It is a white rum and the legs on this go down pretty slow. So I can imagine it's going to give me a nice hug inside. Um, the aromas do smell banana-y. I smell the coconut. I don't smell the chocolate, but I guess I'll taste it, huh? Hopefully. (laughs) Well, it just tastes like alcohol. Maybe I need to let it sit for a minute. So you're not impressed right now? I didn't taste any of these flavors that were promised on the back of this bottle. That's bullshit. Yeah. I just, oh, it's Burns. Uh, you got some, is it hugging you? Yeah, it's uh, giving me that Kentucky hug or Venezuelan mm. hug. <laughs> wow. So. Damn you, Planus. Planus. That was a high dollar. I wouldn't a cheap bottle of rum either. It's a $29.99 price point. I mean, 30 bucks is pretty, yeah. you know. So, you know, so it's basically rubbing alcohol in a cool bottle. <laughs> well, that was just the first sip. So let me get one more in before you go on. Okay. Okay, so that time, obviously the first sip, you get it out of the way. Yeah. Let your body know. Like our, our friend from Ian tells us from Y Whiskey. I'm assuming it's the same with rum. <laughs> this time I let it sit on my tongue for a little bit longer, roll it around in there, and then breathe out through my mouth. Now I can taste some of these flavors. I can definitely taste the coconut and a light touch of that banana. Still don't get the milk chocolate finish. Don't really know. Um, Maybe that's just like a, a clickbait, <laughs> just to make you taste it. Oh, we'll get a lot of women to buy this. <laughs> yeah. Chocolate. Yeah, no. yeah, right. <laughs> it's good though. Sipping rum, it is. It is. Yeah. You don't need to mix it with anything. Yeah, I don't need either. to mix it with anything. I might, um, I might do something fruity like a pina colada with it though, mm-hmm. since it's already got those flavors. Yeah, if yeah. I wanted to mix it, but um, still a lot of burning, but that's good. Good deal. Well, can I, may I proceed? Go, please. Okay. This is this is called Killshine. All right. I'm in a little backstory. We're about 10 minutes from the Mississippi border where we're at. 
And this is from the Kiel, Mississippi. Now it's spelled K-I-L-N, just like the town is spelled K-I-L-N, but they pronounce it the Kiel. They don't mm-hmm. call it the kiln or yeah, kiln. kiln. They don't, they just put the kill. The so they're all jacked up how they pronounce it. But anyway, they say I, it's not the, it's the, the, the kill, kill, the kill. So this is a shine. Okay. It's all right. It's 45% uh, alcohol by volume. So it's not like real moonshine that you would buy on, mm-hmm. you know, from a friend, you know, with a steel, like the illegal kind. It ain't the illegal kind. Uh, it's, it's from a distillery called, uh, let me find it real quick. I know it's on this bottle. I can't I always, Oh, uh, Crit, Crittenden Distillery in the Keel, Mississippi. <laughs> so it's cheap, man. It's like 20 bucks, 25 bucks uh, for 750 milliliters. I love the bottle, though. The bottle looked like Granny, like a smaller version of Granny on Beverly Hillbillies. Yeah, her, uh, her, 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 jug. her whiskey jug with the triple X's on it. You probably blow in there and make some music. Oh, yeah, let me see. <laughs> let me open it up first. Yeah. Ooh, nice. No. no. I, do you want me to do it? Here. Here, let Pammy try. She's better. I than used I am. to play the flute. Oh, so that makes you an expert. Okay. <laughs> it means I'm an expert at playing the, the kill shine <laughs> bottle. Well, that's pretty intense. Yeah. If it's nice it, deep sound. I'm sorry, I'm trying to. I suck. Anyway, I'm gonna pour it though. All right, so this is uh, like I said, 45%. I call by volume. This is, they have a few different flavors. I'm hot. Oh, this empty. I empty this one out. So this, uh, it's, it's basically your run. This is, I'm going to read this. Um, they have one that's straight corn liquor. This is whiskey distilled from bourbon mash. Mm. So aged for a minimum of one year. It don't tell you how long, but you know, it's at least a year. And this is basically your, this is some, uh, some backwoods hooch. Yeah. You know, this is hooch. Does it tell you what's in there? No. Oh. It tells you it's uh, bourbon mash. Oh, I didn't know. Whatever that is. No, it don't have the ingredients. It don't tell me calories either. But uh, I mean, uh, when most people think of moonshine, they don't think Mississippi, but it was a big business here back in 1910. As a matter of fact, that was the year that Kill Mississippi became the moonshine capital of the world. I had no idea. Oh my gosh, just outside our backyard. Yeah, 20, 20 minutes from us. Our kill shine is, is so well crafted that people even to this day say it ought to be illegal. Mississippi corn and cold, deep Hancock uh, County water, that's kill shine. For more on our story, go to www.killshine, K-I-L-N, shine, S-H-I-N-E dot com. Mm. <clears throat> so I need to go visit the, the distillery. I and think. And if you would like to sponsor us, Killshine. Killshine, we're story. talking. We're talking good. And this is actually, <laughs> I looked up Killshine on its website, and they have drinks made after Killshine. It was actually voted in one of the bartender websites. I can't remember one of the top mixing whiskeys as per bartenders. Really? They have margaritas named after it. They have martinis named after it. They have a lot of stuff named after Killshine, like like Bloody Mary. Uh, Kill and Mary or something like that is named after Killshine. Yeah. So this is just another, I mean, Bloody Mary is means a killer. Yeah. And then oh. killer Bloody Mary. Yeah. Something like, like that. Double, I can't remember. I don't memorize Double it. entendre. Yeah, it is. It's great. So I'm going to take a sip. It's, uh, this has got more color. The, uh, co- the other bottle I have, the, uh, the actual corn liquor, it's like water. Mm-hmm. It looks like something you would buy from a 
steel in somebody's backyard. It's super clear. It's not as strong as someone like, that one's only made 40%. This is 45%. Let me get a sip. You can definitely tell it's like corn liquor. Tastes that corn. It's pretty sweet. Mm -hmm. It's good. It's not bad. I like it neat. I drink it neat the whole time. Never mix it with anything, but hey, they say it's a good mixing whiskey. So I wonder what the grounds are for our mixing whiskey. I don't know. Since that's like kind of a faux pas to our whiskey drinker friends around there. No, you know, I don't, I don't know. Maybe. It. But if you're going to mix it in a fancy way, like a margarita or something like that, or mm. that's high caliber, you're not just mixing it with Coke. Right. Not, not talking shit about our Coke mixers. Cause you know, what did Ian say? You drink it the way you want it. Yeah. Whatever your body likes. Hey, drink it. Hmm. Yeah. So it's pretty good. So what do you have to smoke? All right. Let me talk about that. Okay. I smoked this one the other day, probably when you go out with your girlfriends Thursday. Mm -hmm. So I smoked this last Thursday and, uh, great smoke. I'm, I'm getting my phone where I took some notes on it. So I don't forget, don't leave anything out. This is called a last call, pretty basic wrapper on it. Nothing fancy. And I know the last time I did a review, it was, um, it was an AJ Fernandez. It was the, uh, the relic. Yeah. I didn't know it when I grabbed it. Guess who makes last call? AJ Fernandez. Well, great cigar maker. He makes some good stuff. So this is a Pennsylvania Nicaraguan broadleaf, which means they take the seeds from Pennsylvania and they grow them in Nicaragua. That's, okay. That's, that's, yeah. that's crazy. It's a closed foot. So at the end, it's not open. It's closed. Uh, and light up. I got some spice and it was a strong cigar. It was a full bodied. So I was a little worried about like, if it's already this strong, it was good. I still liked it, but if it's this strong at the beginning, what's going to get to the end? Right. Where it usually gets stronger. Also at light up, I got some spice sweetness from the wrapper hmm. and, um, leather and some roasted coffee. And that, uh, and that carried on to the first third strong, but flavorful had a lot of those flavors that kept me coming back for more, even though it was full bodied, right. it was still good. And, uh, the, uh, the consistent flavors from the light up. So I pretty much got the same flavors I spoke about with the coffee, the leather, the, uh, the spice and all that. Um, it's that roasted coffee. Second, third, similar to the first third is pretty consistent. Great burn. I mean, it stayed that nice burn. It wasn't an uneven burn stayed beautiful the whole time. And on the final third, I was worried like this is about to get strong. It's about to be too much, uh -huh. but no, stay the same, super consistent. Huh. And uh, like that's that's not typical. Normally, it gets a little stronger to yeah. end. So if you're already starting strong, you're like, damn, this is gonna be this Ooh, gonna be it's gonna slap me in my face when I get to the end, right? But no, it was it was good, and I, I would it was rated between uh, some people rated as a ninety, some people rated as a ninety one, some people rated as a, a eighty nine. So it was a, a quality cigar. Six bucks. I paid six bucks for this. Wow. You can get them anywhere from five to seven dollars. So it's a super. Super inexpensive price point, well worth it. See one, pick it up because you you know for six bucks you can't go wrong. Mm -hmm. And then it's a it's a hell of a hell of a smoke too. It took me about forty five minutes to smoke it, so not too long. This is a uh, five by forty six. The one I smoked, they call it a Pequinas. It's the size they named it. Uh, five by forty six, so a little thinner, not super long, but it's you know like a forty five minute smoke, you know. Hmm. 
So it was a uh, sounds interesting. It was I'm, good. I think that seed thing kind of threw me. They take them from Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania just to grow in Nicaragua because Nicaragua is so perfect for growing tobacco, though. Yeah, you got the perfect weather, and a lot of them use those uh, volcanic rock mm-hmm. to uh, to grow their tobacco. For some reason, it works. You know, I'm not. I always get amazed by these guys that do this. How they know, like, yeah, I know. How? Why would you think to use volcanic rock, or why would anybody think to use? you know, plants for medicine or whatever it was. Right. You know? And and how they know, like, I'm going to grow this tobacco. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to age it a certain way and dry it a certain way. So it tastes like freaking coffee. Yeah. How they know. I don't know. And I know guys, I apologize. I did another AJ Fernandez. I didn't know it was AJ Fernandez till I started smoking it and started doing the research on it. So next time I promise I won't get an AJ Fernandez. We'll do something else. Yeah, he also does not sponsor this show. He doesn't, but if he wants to, AJ, <laughs> I know you got, I know you're loaded dog. You make some good, <laughs> I know you're loaded, man. I'll take it. If you just send me free cigars, that's good enough. I don't need money. <laughs> I'm cheap. <laughs> oh my gosh. So let's talk about some things we got going on, baby. Yeah. So, um, you know, we, we, of course we want to know your input. Do you want us to split up the show? We've got that. Let us know. Uh, yeah. We really like this segment because it's just a part of our, uh, who we are yeah. more. So, I mean, I know we're, you know, primarily a Navy podcast or military podcast and we love our guests that come on, but we like going back into the lore of our branch and other branches as well. And, and we like to try different liquors and, and Heath loves his cigars. So it's just kind of a, a little bit of us yeah. thrown into it. You know? Yeah. And, uh, I love doing the interviews with our guests the highlight of my day. And, uh, like we just did, a we were on somebody's show yesterday yeah. scuttlebutt podcast had a great time probably had too fun too much fun <laughs> i killed some uh whiskey uh so jamie had to leave in the middle of it to go to new orleans with her friends but yeah i i, I was putting when i was putting everything away i was still a little bit i'm not gonna lie i'd take a little take a little nap drink some water take a tylenol you know <laughs> uh but those guys are awesome and yeah. i tell you what we got next not next weekend but the weekend uh, sunday the first of august we're gonna be on dave uh, at uh, beer in front. Yes. Uh, with Dave over here, we're going to discuss some, some stuff that he, that he's passionate about and uh, it some involves. Brews. Yeah. We might talk about, all t- I'm going to be drinking a local brew. Jamie probably will. If she wants to, it's up to her. Yeah. And uh, we'll talk about that with Dave and Dave's an awesome beer connoisseur. I mean, he, yeah, he smokes my ass, <laughs> uh, but he's really, he's got a great show. And then I'm going to tell you something, Michael from micro break. I'm going to be hitting you up too. Just so you know. Yeah. I want to be on your shows. I love you. I'm a big fan of your yeah. show. So micro break is a podcast for the attention span of a goldfish yep. or for people with an attention span yeah. of a goldfish. And he, and I were talking about this the other day and we we're like in 15 minutes, Tom, he can put so much information in there, but not like force, like a, like through a fire hose. You know, like where you where you're like drinking through a fire hose or anything, but like where you could still grasp yeah. that information, and it's just so much in in a little tiny bit of time. So if you have like a quick commute somewhere, that's a great podcast. Awesome! I tell you what, I listen to it. Like I said, he, there's one of those podcasts uh, that I, I wait for the drop, mm-hmm. and there he's definitely one of those podcasts that uh, Michael Break that I wait for the. I'll yeah. wait for the drop. I like to fit him in when on my way to work as well. Cause yeah. I have a short commute. Right. It is perfect. And uh, yeah, I'll be hitting you up, dude. Don't, don't worry. Uh, and whether <laughs> you want me to or not. <laughs> so I definitely want to get on your show. Uh, yeah. Talk to you for a bit and shoot the shit. I'm excited about being on beer in front with Dave. Love my, our episode we did with uh, on the scuttlebutt podcast. Yeah. Yesterday, those guys. those guys just 
I love, you know, I love BSing with other sailors and their sailors. And it's just, I don't know. It's just reminds home. me of work. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's like being at home, being at home. Yeah. Yeah. And they're super, uh, respectful. Their hospitality is a hundred spot on. Yeah. Had a great time. And they'll talk a little shit while they're, while they're doing it, yeah. which is what I like. And looking forward to it, please guys, please reach out to us and tell me, tell us what you want. Mm-hmm. All right. We, we're going to do our own thing until you tell us something different. Right. I mean, assuming you like it. <laughs> yeah. And if you like it, Hey, hit us up on a uh, Apple podcast and review us, send us a five-star review and, and, and tell us what you like about it. Nothing less than five. Stars. Yeah. If you, if you're less than five, just go ahead and keep your comments to yourself. I'm good. Send it, you can send us that on our, like on, uh, on direct DM us on that. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, but, but no, uh, we, we, don't forget if you haven't already rated us and sent us a review, do that, please. Cause that helps validate our show. Yeah. Validates me. Mm-hmm. Validates Jamie. It makes us uh, really feel like we're doing a good job and, you know, and that, that we're not just doing, I mean, like we've mentioned before, we do this because we like it and we like talking to each other, but um, it also makes us feel good when people listen and say, Hey, that was a good topic, or that was a good uh, way that y'all approach that. And so then, you know, we continue to want to do more. Yeah. Because, you know, we, we did the, uh, to hell with stigma was our last uh, series that we did listen. I think I thought we, I thought we did a good job on it. I thought we were respectful and did a, did a good job on it. And uh, we are now in the, in the charge of leadership. Yes. I really like this. Um, the series because it's just everyone has a different leadership style but in the in the roots of it all it's all comes from the same place care about your people listen to your people and i just like hearing how other people go about it you know and i think it's something for upcoming leaders or people that have been in leadership roles for a long time to really just take it back and be like, yeah, you know what? I like what this guy's doing over here. I'm going to implement that or put it in my toolbox to use at another time, you know? Yep. yep. And also we got a, uh, we're working with Kevin Sansbury from uh, the toxic leadership podcast. Yeah. Doctor, Dr. Kevin Sansbury. Uh, we were supposed to do one this week, but we had some, you know, Jamie got the concussion. We had some health stuff going on. Right. So we had to, I had to postpone it, but I hit him up. Hopefully next Sunday we sit down with him and, uh, and drop an episode with, uh, with Kevin, which I think would be great. His, he's a civilian. So it'd be good to get his civilian insight on it. And, leadership, yeah. and he does a lot for companies. You know, he, he helps companies out with his, with his, uh, special specialty and his guests that help other companies out there mm-hmm. have their struggling due to productivity, toxic leadership. So I can't wait for that. Yeah. He has a good show and, uh, can't wait to, uh, sit down with him and shoot the shit with him and put out a good episode with, with, uh, Kevin. Yeah. Did you want to shout out some of our other favorite podcasts? Cause I know we have a lot of, podcasts yeah, I'm on, we... I didn't, I didn't get ready for it. But I'm going to, I'm going to shoot from the hip. Oh, okay. So like I said, <laughs> scuttlebutt beer in front, Michael break, uh, toxic leadership, chick lit. Oh, you always talk about chick. They're like, funny. I need to get on to there. I funny. haven't had a chance to listen yet. They're, they're good. And they were actually, uh, recommended for the podcast awards Wow. for comedy. They, they're a literature. So they, 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 right now they're doing uh, Twilight, which I'm not a big reader, but I know Twilight. I've seen all the movies. Not, don't judge me, but, <laughs> but it's funny how their take on the book and they're talking shit too, and it's funny because it's what everybody really thinks. But nobody actually, says. Nobody says it, so yeah. it's, it's pretty funny actually. Um, who else? Uh, oh, uh, Jules on. Um, damn it, 
uh, I'll come back. No, riddle me that Dr. Um, Jules. Mm-hmm. She does unsolved. She's a true crime. A few bad apples, true crime. But when police screw up, she does those, <laughs> which, you know, Hey, there's bad hey. cops out there. Like any, there's bad, everything out there. Yeah. Really good. Um, Oh, another military extra duty mm-hmm. podcast. He's real good. He, he hit some stuff that I thought was pretty, pretty important uh, for military personnel. And that's just a few guys. There's a whole bunch. Uh, if you follow me on Twitter, you know, I'm, I'm calling out people left and right. Um, There's always Florida man on Florida, Florida man. Oh yeah. That's given Florida men on Florida, man. They're there. They're, they're I'd like to, they're cool as shit. They're yeah. awesome. And they're just awesome people too. Being Ian, that big. Ian and, on oh, wow. Whiskey. Yeah. I can't believe I forgot yeah. Ian. Uh, yeah. We've yeah. done a couple of shows with him. Super, super good guy. Yeah. And, uh, and there's a tragic Academy's good. He does. Yeah. Uh, he has some hard hitting topics. Um, there's a few more and guys, if I forgot you, I'm sorry. I just, I should have wrote them down. Now we are, um, within the next month or so we're going to be coming out on boss rush games podcast, um, with Celeste. Oh yeah. Yeah. And Ron. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She has a good stuff. One V yeah. one V one. One V one. Well, yeah. it, actually it's not boss rush games. It's one, it's one V one that yeah. series. Yeah. Um, so we're, we will be coming out on that, uh, podcast. So, and Scott Delucio from, uh, Drive on podcast. Yes. He has a good one. And we're on his show. We'll be coming up probably later this month. Charlie Mike. Charlie Mike's real good. Raul out of Texas doing some good things for vets. Yeah. Yeah. He's a, he does some good stuff. He's not a Twitter guy, but he's on Facebook and I think maybe Instagram, but I know he's on Facebook for Mm -hmm. sure. I follow him on Facebook. He has a clothing line. He does have a clothing line. um, Yeah. Helping with veteran suicide. Yep. And it's important because 22 veterans a day commit suicide. That's a problem. That's, that's significant. Absolutely. And he's there to, you know, to, to help them with that support, support, uh, his fellow veterans out, support all of us mm-hmm. in the, uh, in the military and just really doing really big things, uh, really big in Texas. And like Scott's really big in Arizona. He's, he's, he's really helping a lot of vets around him too. Right. On the drive on. And you know, what's so cool is that hopefully we're helping people here in Louisiana. Yeah. And, and then when we link up and we network with everybody, we just get, the feel like we're helping yes. the country, you know, yes. by bouncing ideas off of each other and, and talking and, and that sort of stuff. We're just linking lines throughout the country. You know, like Valerie, a uh, lady we saw on Facebook, I mean, on Twitter, uh, her, her son was a, as a veteran, mm-hmm. had some physical wounds from, from uh, the war on terrorism in Afghanistan or Iraq. And he ended up taking his life. Mm-hmm. And she inspired, she actually inspired us to do the hell with the stigma. And I never really talked to her too much, just a little bit here on Twitter, but just reading her story yes. inspired me and Jamie to do the hell with the stigma that really put us, we got to do something about it. Cause she is such a gracious woman. And she was like, Oh, let, uh, let her know that we did this in honor of her, mm-hmm. her son. And, uh, and I sent her the epi- some of the episodes cause she was, she really wanted to hear it. And, uh, and Valerie, you're a beautiful lady. Uh, I hope we did, did you and your son mm-hmm. justice. Let's tell a story. Okay. What do you have? I got all kinds of stuff. I'm a senior chief. I had 25 years. 25 in the Navy. years, 13 years of sea stories. What you got in your head in your noggin? Son of a gun. Son of a gun. The same. Yeah. To us, it's just a nice way of saying son of a bitch. Right. <laughs> You son of a gun. It's like the PC version of son of a bitch, right? So 
I always tell this uh, story that, of course, it came from the Navy, right? Son of a gun. But I always say that um, it was gunner's mates, one of the one of the oldest rates in the Navy, and that they had their wives on the ship. And when their wives got pregnant, they were son of a gun. Yeah, that was wrong. Then, then we found out that was wrong. Yes, that's but that was a lie. We can talk about gunner's mate. They're an old rate. They really are. Because yeah. as long as the Navy's had ships, what did it have? Guns. Guns. Because it, it has no use. It's bullshit to have a ship without no weapons on it, right? Right. So from the days of your <laughs> gunner's mates were something. Uh-huh. They were they were a job. That was a job in the Navy. Just like bosun mates were a job in the Navy since the days of your. I love saying your. You ever I, know what I'm saying? I know. You said it three times already. So, especially four times. Uh-huh. So the... Son of a gun actually came from the days of your, your, yeah, British Navy. Okay. Right. So back in the day, naval, British naval officers, those lucky bastards, used to be able to bring their wives with them when they went to sea. Mm-hmm. So honestly, I don't know how they did that though, because I don't think officers back in the day are like officers now, where now officers have staterooms. Right. I don't know if they had staterooms back then. They so must I, have. I don't know. There was a lot of privacy. Yeah. You got your wife doing your conjugal thing <laughs> and, and, and everybody's hearing it. That'd be kind of odd. That'd be kind of weird. Right. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I, they must've had staterooms. I, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, what if they all had hammocks? That'd be awkward. <laughs> anyway. So they obviously the wife's there. So they're going to do their back in the days of yore. They said they laid with each other. Oh, okay. We're talking biblical shit. They yeah. laid with each other and they would get pregnant. So mm-hmm. on these long deployments, you know, you would do a year easy. So they would give birth. The wives would give birth between the broadside guns on the ship. We went across the long side, the broadside, you know, the ones that shoot from the side, the cannons right. or whatever. So since they were boys born on the near the broadside guns, they were son of a gun. gun. I can imagine. And I guess they were bad or, or like young boys are mischievous. Yeah. yeah. Probably had something well, to do with son of a gun. Son of a gun. Yeah. So you don't, when you're telling kids, you son of a gun, you wouldn't say son of a bitch to your kid. You say no. son of a gun. It's like a PC away of saying son of a bitch. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine that your wife's on underway with you? Like you got to stand watch. Now nah, I want you down here right now. You can't stand watch. We trying to tell you, you can't stand watch. I, I would imagine that they would understand that they had to stand watch. You think wives were back then like wives now? <laughs> I don't know. I would not want to have a baby by a broadside gun. Yeah. Give it like some random dude anesthesi- giving birth for it. Helping you give birth. <laughs> the anesthesiologist. <laughs> oh, that wasn't no anesthesia yeah, back then. I, I don't know. I guess they were a different breed back then. Uh, it was different. No AC <laughs> on the ship. It was just hot as oh, balls. No. Hot everywhere. Uh-uh. Ooh, Who even want to go to sea and be pregnant? That, that was miserable walking those ladders and stuff mm-hmm. all big and pregnant. I couldn't even imagine <sighs> feet all swollen. Yeah. The sausage toes trying to climb up those ladders. Toes. Ooh, that would suck. <laughs> well, now I know I've been lying to most people for years. They don't know the difference. So that's one good thing. Like the good thing about being in the Navy, right? But, Any retirement ceremony, most people don't know what's going on. So yeah. if you screw up, it's no big deal. Just act like it's on that yeah. shit. Own it. Act like yeah. you meant to do it. It's like a fish fishing story. You know, the fish was this big. It was this big. Yeah. It was this big. But they Nobody wasn't there. Knows. Yeah. It wasn't son, there. Son of a gun. I forgot to bring my camera. Oh, well. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a gun. 
That's pretty cool though, that yeah. we did get to the bottom of that yeah. mystery. I'm glad, I could, I'm glad I could mentor you. <laughs> I hate when you say that. I know. Mentor. <laughs> no, don't mentor me. <laughs> but yeah, I'm glad we uncovered that mystery. Yeah. And uh, next time we'll have a little longer story for you. This was kind of off the cuff. Yeah. It's a good thing I have all this knowledge in my head. It's useless as hell, but I got it. And with that, we'll wish you fair winds. And following seas. <laughs>